it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast hello are you there i'm here um hello um hello we're here and if you're watching on patreon you can't see us but this is your host, G-Wow. And I am Cookie, normally Cookie, but today, just today, I am Cookie D. DJ Cookie D DJ and Cookie G-Wow. D. This is the episode nine finale of season one. It is called How the Shore Goes. And like Cookie just said, if you're watching the video feed, you can't see us. And that is because we ha- we set a promise earlier this season and we uphold our promises, right, Cookie? Cookie we, D. We absolutely do. Even when last minute, we absolutely regret it because we look <laughs> stupid. And when I say we, I mean me. I was going to say, I, I look fabulous. Through. I'm so excited for you to see me. And that's why that's why we're hidden because we have dressed up um, in in cosplay, oh, I would say, of the Jersey Shore characters. And we we wanted to make sure that we recorded the unveiling. So I've my roommate is a hairdresser. My roommate has done a poof for me. I'm so excited for you to see it cookie and cookie what did you do i dressed of course as the legendary dj Polly d or at least i tried my best too do you want to unveil first or second because i feel like i'm excited you're nervous and so i don't know which of us should go first i want you to go first so i feel slightly less stupid okay are you ready <laughs> oh my god i'm nervous okay yes i'm ready i'm gonna unveil the camera now i'm sorry I can't. I'm like the anticipation. It's killing me, but I I'm savoring it. Here we go. Three, two, one. I love the Jersey Shore, bitch. Yeah, I live. <laughs> it's oh so my good. God. It's perfect. It's very you, but also Snooky. I love the sunglasses. I everything about it is perfect. There are a lot of teasing and hairspray went into this poof. And my girlfriend was like, Can I touch it? I was like, no, but now I'm touching it now that we've been doing it. And it's it's not going anywhere. All right. Well, are you ready for my unveiling? I'm so ready. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm gonna take um, my camera so cover ready. off. Three, two, one. Let's go. DJ Polly Del Vecchio. <laughs> oh my God, Cookie! No way! It's amazing. You undersold it. Oh my God! You don't even look like yourself. It's my wait. It's my straight Sona. I, do I look? Do I not look kind of heterosexual today? If I if I don't talk, I'm speechless. I'm so speechless. You don't even look like you. We look amazing. Oh my God. We look incredible. <laughs> this is the best idea we've ever had. <laughs> this, I feel like we've been planning and putting this podcast together for weeks. That It was all leading up to this moment. <laughs> oh my God, the audience has never seen my phone. <laughs> if you're not already on our patreon you better get on our patreon you undersold it so <laughs> much you're four inches taller i feel i feel like i'm defying gravity i did not know my hair could do this there's so much product in it it feels so sticky and gross i don't know how poly d does it still all these years later it's very uncomfortable to have this okay. much product in so speaking of i so i took a a little behind the scenes video i'm gonna put on our patreon so that people can watch how my roommate did the poof um oh. short long story short it's a lot of teasing uh hairspray and then a really shitty straightened job which i don't know i i called it straight 
like straighten it but trashy can so i'm gonna have the video uploaded for patreon for what what it looks like but what can you walk me through how you achieved this look so i did watch a couple of tutorials one from Polly d but also a bunch from just random guidos they were like 15 years old and it no. was a lot of it's just a lot of blow drying hairspraying and gel that's it wow. you have to sort of blow dry it up did so you didn't like go did you go upside down? I didn't. I just held it up and blow dried it. How tall are you regularly? Five ten. So right now I'm I'm probably at about a good six one. <laughs> My extra three inches. What's on a happen? good I'm five two, five three on a good day, and I think I've maybe achieved five five, but um it does feel it feels very jersey. It looks very <laughs> do I look like a Guido Gorilla juice hat? You yeah. <laughs> No, I don't, I do it's not. honestly like looking at you, you, I don't recognize you a little. This is going to be the best episode ever. All right. Let me put my sunglasses back on. All right. Are you ready to get into the finale? I can't believe we've done a whole season. I can't either. I feel like we we're just texting about like, oh, should we do this? Maybe. And here we are in the finale looking the part i'm obsessed and you know what's funny is you know in the beginning of every episode there's a recap of course of what's happened and it's usually of whatever happened last episode whatever the cliffhanger was i felt like this recap really was more of a whole recap of the fights of the whole season there was a lot of it's almost like they were starting to feed into the nostalgia immediately because it mm -hmm. is the wrap-up episode you know what i mean no, yeah, absolutely. The whole episode from the very beginning felt sentimental. It was a goodbye. Yeah, but we have, you know, the last drama to wrap up, which is when Ron was arrested. And Sammy has no idea what to do right now. Like, I've never been in this situation, guys. I have to note right off the bat, just to get it out of the way. Uh -huh. Ronnie is not taking accountability at all. He immediately, no. it is confessionals, is like, I did what had to be done. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not sorry. No. And I'm in the right. Yeah, he doesn't. He's definitely not feeling guilty. And he's kind of like, I regret getting caught. And if this was his only history with violence, um, I could maybe be like, he's young and, and hasn't grown. But because of how we know he kind of like ends up and is today, it's just not really a good look overall. No. And <laughs> the girls just have no idea how to handle it. Snooki's like, should I call 911? Who should I call? They find out that they have to be up at 6.30 in the morning. Uh -huh. um, and then the next morning at 6.30 in the morning, nobody uh, is up. No. And you know what's funny is like Sammy's making the biggest deal. Like I've never slept without Ron. If it was three hours away, I probably would have just stayed up. And the thing is, she slept fine without him. She was all uh, comfortable and sound They woke asleep. up at nine. <laughs> nine o'clock. Meanwhile, that duck phone is ringing and quacking and quacking. I can't sleep. Like, are you a heavy sleeper? I am a heavy sleeper. I uh, Let me show you something real quick, actually. I want to show you my alarm system in the morning. So I got 530, 540, 550, 6, 610, 620, 630, 645, and then 7. The other day, I, I slept through every single one of them and woke up at 930. So I am the same way where I have multiple alarms, but I'm still a light sleeper. Anyways, though. So no one's awake. Oh, the other thing about Ronnie is that when he gets picked up, and like you said, he's not taking any accountability for his actions. He's also so, he feel, I feel like he acts like he's so hard. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, he's like, oh, so I spent a couple hours in county. Meanwhile, 
He comes home and immediately starts blubbering like a baby. He just immediately starts crying the moment he walks in the house. And you know what sucks too is that I really am game for him and Sam. And if the, you know, there's a lot of recaps going on in this episode, so we'll get to that. But this Ronnie himself, he's it's not a good look. He's not a great guy. He's absolutely not a good guy. And I think I bet you to this day in the in the year 2022 that he still believes he was in the right that night no so i feel like when ronnie got arrested they were talking about like we only have a week left and all of a sudden mike is like it's the last day and then the other bizarre thing is it's all of a sudden ronnie getting arrested and then he comes home and they're crying they're all happy to see him and all of a sudden it's nighttime and it's like we're going out we lost it just cuts to tonight <laughs> There's a lot of lost time, that's for sure. And it's even confusing because at some point they're out. At some point they show Jenny at the t-shirt shop, I guess, working. But there's no real closure to the t-shirt shop either. Oh, this yeah. the last, yeah, the last kind of glimpse we get of the t-shirt shop is Jenny working, the guys in lounge chairs. And then Jaywalk kind of ditches the shift in any case to be like, there's juice head heaven out there. I want to go grab Snooky ditch. And, that, and that's the end of the t-shirt shop. And you know what, you, we talked about this in a past episode, but they very much like set it up like the t-shirt shop was going to be like a big plot point of the season. We're going to have to worry about these shifts. And then yeah. like episode three, they completely abandoned it, which yeah. I bet Angelina was at home pissed because she went home because she didn't go to work. Meanwhile, by the end, none of them give a fuck anyways. Yeah, and maybe this comes back more in other seasons because I do remember there being a lot more of kind of roomy conversations during the t-shirt uh, shifts. But I don't know. I will have to we'll have to bring it back. The one last thing that I want to mention, I think, before we take a break is that Mike, this made me laugh. Mike realizes how they've lived at the shore for a month and they've hardly gone to the beach. Which is true because I don't think as a viewer, I don't think we've seen them have any beach days at all. No, it's absolutely true. And that is crazy because I, like I said, I've grown up on the Jersey Shore. My family went every summer, but our whole reason for going was going to the beach. And my family could go to the beach for eight to 10 hours, maybe even 12 a day, depending on how nice a day it was. And we would have multiple meals down there. So it is, I mean, obviously they're going out all the time. So then they're sleeping a lot during the day, but it is weird that they're at the Jersey Shore and they hardly go to the beach at all. Now, can I ask you something? In, of course. On the Jersey Shore, do they have like bars that extend into the beach? Because for me, I have to say, and maybe from their perspective, if I'm going to go to a beach, I have to be wasted. Or as Snooki later calls it, wasty pants. Because <laughs> the beach kind of a little bit sucks. Like a little bit. Like it's hot and the sand and it's like, so I have to be drunk to enjoy it. Do they have beach bars? So number one, I disagree. I do love the beach, especially because I love to swim. So when I get like hot, sticky, jump in the ocean, I love the beach. Uh, do they have beach bars? I've seen them. Absolutely. I think also you can bring a cooler, even if they have, you know, no alcohol signs. I feel like generally, especially at the Jersey Shore, things are pretty lax. So like I said, you can bring a cooler, you can pack your own stuff. However, yes, there are beach bars. I don't know that all of them would be open until maybe five o'clock or something, or maybe there's a happy hour. But yeah, absolutely there are. It's not the it's not the biggest thing, but that doesn't mean people aren't getting drunk on the beach cookie. Okay, good. I love a good beach day. I'm glad they're finally taking advantage of it. Not sure why it took them a month to do so, but at least they they got it in right before the end. When ironically, all of the press photos at this time were them on the beach. Really Maybe this was it. Maybe it was like, hey, go to the beach, take all these press photos because hey, it's about to end. Maybe you're onto something. <laughs> Let's take a break. 
Can't get enough of Um Hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Um Hello Pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. We are back and I love the Jersey Shore, bitch. Hi. Yes, we are back. And so we left off at their their beach day. What else happens on the beach day, though? Mm. What happens with Snooki? Because she goes on a little adventure, doesn't she? Snooki, 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 Snooki. So she, earlier in the episode, we forgot to mention, she calls this guy that is her friend, but she has a crush on. Can I say something about this? Go ahead. When you have beach days with your friends and everyone's kind of like laid out and they've kind of set up camp on the beach, when you want to get something done or get some alone time you walk back and do things the house when no one's there because how often is no one at the house Mm -hmm. and so this was kind of a weirdly if you go to the beach and you go to the shore and you got a shore house I don't know I thought this was a weirdly obscurely relatable moment where she goes to call cowboy monotone key but here's what my confusion is with this moment because she calls him earlier in the episode and leaves a voicemail. And then she yep. calls him the same day on the beach day, kind of annoyed that he didn't show up. Off camera, did they establish he was coming over? Or did she no, just assume I, he'd hear the voicemail? I, no, I think that if Wow had been a good friend, she would have been like, Snooki, you already called him once. Don't call him again. You're being desperate. Because, and not, no offense to Snooki or anything. It's just that she's already left him a voicemail. I would have moved on at that point, especially because she's not even that into him. I mean, there's this weird thing going on where they all feel like they have to have a date for the last day or the last night. And I'm not really sure why. And so it, it doesn't feel like she's actually really that interested. She just wants a date doesn't matter who it is well you say that and i would have agreed with you until she gets a hold of him and then she's sort of like accusing him of leading her on or she gets mad that he (laughs) made her like him but he seems to be very confused like (laughs) his energy is like what well i have a theory is that i think that she i'm pretty sure again we've said the timeline the pacing it's very weird and so i think she's drunk at this point i Mm. think she's had it in her head that he's heard her voicemails and purposely not answered her and so Uh. she does kind of come at him aggressively which i think is kind of an east coast thing also because she'll just be like so what you're not coming (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of got it where I just think that in her head, there was a different reality. And we've talked about how alcohol kind of puts you in a different reality. I'm mm. on my like third glass of wine, but um, I just think that in her head, there's something, there's something different going on than what um, Cowboy Keith thinks is going on. I agree. I think she invented a whole narrative in her head, <laughs> but he is so confused. Like, rightfully he has so, though. Absolutely no idea what's going on up until the very moment they hang up, which is kind of an embarrassing moment. Like, because when you're in that moment, when you're talking to someone and you're like, you said, and you don't have to hear it back. Do you think Snooki watched this episode and was like, oh shit, that's embarrassing? I would definitely be embarrassed a little bit if I was watching back, but I don't blame her, really. I think that it was just a little bit alcohol brain. She goes 
to go back to the beach. That's true. And then I'm assuming she found a spot with some music playing because in the middle of the boardwalk, she just starts dancing. And she's aware that she's making a spectacle of herself, but she doesn't mind because we well, all know she's Luke's loves attention. Where was but all the gymnastics is, moves? I think in the middle of the day when everybody's walking around, it is funny to just start dancing in the middle of the boardwalk. Well, and she's dancing kind of like around this club. And maybe she was feeling herself because there were a lot of cameras on her. There were a lot of guys on the balcony looking at her. And mm-hmm. then she realizes she recognizes one of them. And it's her ex-boyfriend. Ooh, a scandalo. And it just made me kind of laugh because she's talking mm-hmm. about how she's still in love with him. She still has feelings. I mean, they were together for eight whole months. When you're 21, though, eight months is a long <laughs> goddamn relationship. That's why I'm saying it, it was so... <laughs> the perception is hilarious because eight months isn't the amount of time that you think it is when you're only 20, 21 years old, you know? That, and I think, like you said, she's drunk and she just went through a situation where she felt rejected, even though I'm not sure that that's exactly what happened, but she felt, she felt No, you're rejected. onto something. She's absolutely vulnerable so right now. Yeah, and at one point when she's kind of, I forget when it is, she's kind of laying somewhere. She has what are clearly colored contacts in, and then it pans to her in a confessional with different contacts. Have you noticed her colored contacts? Have we talked about it before right now? Because I, this was the first time it was really apparent to me. I still have not noticed. I have to go back and look because I have no idea what you're talking about. Did she wear colored contacts? You can basically see the contacts. They're very blue. And then it pans to her in the confessional. She has my color eyes. They're they're brown. Her eyes are not blue, but it, it seems that she wears, I think we might have missed that she wears the color contacts more often than I think we realized. I did not notice. I don't know what her goal was there because it's not like Italians are known for blue eyes and she, you know, prides herself on being a guidette. What were I, any of them thinking anytime they got ready? They all looked a mess point. all the time. And that's what I'm we sorry, love G, about- are you saying that I look a mess? <laughs> Maybe I'm just projecting because I feel like I look ridiculous right now in my, what was a blowout, but it's starting to fall. You know what I look like right now? I look less like Polly D and I look more like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. (laughs) You know what I think I look more like right now than Snooki? (laughs) Teresa Caputo. Oh my God. You do look like Teresa Caputo. This is my, um, this is my interpretation of a psychic. Do you have a mother? You have, there's a, there's, a, there's a female figure in your life and you care about her, but sometimes you don't get along, but you want to get along because you're so close. Am I, am I getting onto something? You're definitely onto something. I feel like I'm easy to read because people who dye their hair in extreme colors the way I do, um, we've... <laughs> Oh my God, that reminds me of this moment from Victoria's. Did you watch that show on Nickelodeon? I was a Nickelodeon girl. That wasn't my show though. The reason I bring it up is because Ariana Grande's cat character has her hair uh, dyed bright red. And there's this moment where she meets an older woman and and the lady says to her, only somebody with mental issues would dye their hair like that. And she says, my mental issues have nothing to do with my hair color. I can't even argue. Not that I've even been through a lot of shit. I just, you know. Is it official? Yay. Does red or red adjacent hair dye mean you have severe mental illness? Is that what we're finding out? <laughs> my kidding. my hair's orange. It's not red. I'll probably cut this out, but we're on to something here. No, don't cut it. This is riveting radio. One of my favorite things is when people say that they're going to cut something out and then they don't. So, <laughs> Can I just say really quick, again, we're so off topic. Um, mm-hmm. 
off topic, but it's the finale. Who cares if it runs long? I don't care. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was so funny because he was like, okay, I'm about to say a name, cut it out. And then he said the name and there was no bleep. And then like an hour later, the episode was gone. And I was like, I got the scoop. Oh my God, you heard it it before they got the beep in. I heard it. And now it's like, you can find it online. It's like clipped, but I heard it. Oh my God. I love when you get insider tea like that. Let's bring it back real quick because this is the last. I don't care that we're all over the place because this is the finale, but let's uh, bring it back a little bit. And we're going to go because everybody's here kind of having their last day, their last moments, their last everything. Mm -hmm. The guys do kind of like a boys day at their at the arcade and they're feeling very bonded. There's a lot of, I think, good familial moments in this episode. So I'm kind of confused on the timeline because like we said before, this these episodes are edited within an inch of their lives and it's hard to keep track. But I do vague, Mike and Snooki started a hookup. When did that happen? The pacing is super confusing. We've said this multiple times. Snooki's at least in the same outfit. So I know this is at least all the same day. I think, and I could be wrong here. I think though that the guys, while she's out dancing, I think the guys are all at the arcade hanging out. And so I think that somehow comes back to them all being at the house where it is nighttime. I think you're right to be confused though, because there was a lot of um, jump cuts (laughs) in a way that didn't make a lot of sense. It all happens very fast where Snooki's doing her thing. The guys are doing their thing. They all end up together at the house. And then that's when they decide to go in the hot tub because what night doesn't end in the hot tub, even if it's just the roommates hanging out. And I have to note that by this point, Snooki was like actively crying. Now, do you think something else happened off camera or do you think she just drank more? (laughs) I think that she, no, no, no. I think she was just really drunk, very young. I think that she might've even been a little embarrassed by the fact that she's kind of making not a fool of herself, but she was making a big spectacle of herself on I'd the boardwalk. Herself. Oh, making a spectacle. Meant, oh, on of the herself. boardwalk. Yeah, she was just on the boardwalk, thought... and that's when her boyfriend saw her. You know, right? She's a very dramatic person, so she's very much like he's the last person I wanted to see. So I just think <laughs> that she's got a lot of emotions running through her, and that's what leads to her feeling all of the all of the things and her crying and then Mike consoling her, which I put a pin in this earlier. Mike is actually really nice, I think, when he's starting to tell Snooky, hey, don't waste your time over these guys. You're a great person. Fuck them. I think this is a really nice moment of all mm. the bad things I have to say about Mike right now. No, I agree. I think this was a moment where, of course, he probably could have handled it a little differently, but at its core, I think he meant well. I think he was trying to genuinely comfort her. And I didn't feel like he was trying to be an asshole in this moment, which was a nice change of pace for this season <laughs> because he's always trying to be an asshole. Not all of his words were correct, but his sentiment was where it should be. I think Snooki appreciates it. I think it's really sweet when he's like, hey, all the roommates are hanging out. Come hang out with us. We want to hang out with you. And she kind of flops in on the beanbag chair. I like this moment where they're all kind of just messing with each other. That's why I picked it as their cookie quote when we do at the end of the episode. But I like that this ends up and them all kind of just coming together. Now, how do we feel, though, I have to say, Mike and Snooki in the in the hot tub, mm-hmm. making out and hooking up, mm-hmm. and not five minutes prior, Mike said he sees her as a sister, and then cut to them making out. Now, I found that to be a little weird. However, it didn't go any further than that, which I was glad. 
So we've asked the question before, have you been able to hook up platonically with friends and things? And I can think of at least two people that I see very brotherly that I have also hooked up with. So I don't think he means it literally of like, I see you literally as my little sister. I don't think he's trying to be incestual. I think that they're simultaneously just building a very strong friendship, a big familial bond. And at the same time, they're just weirdly (laughs) young and sexually charged. Mm -hmm. And I'm not weirded out by this because it's still season one right the longer they know each other i think the more that little sister comment is weird because then it really does start to feel like that especially now if you look at them on family reunion that is genuinely how they feel about each other i just think that this is early enough on where i don't hate him for like having the love for snooki in a couple different ways in that moment when you're in a situation like that i can imagine the bond would be very particular and unique to film a reality show with a group of people. That's such a bizarre experience that most humans don't ever get to experience. So I feel like that's a very specific type of familial closeness. So I think this is a really good time actually to bring up something um, that I promised in an earlier episode. We've got a lot of inter roommate hookups at this point. I promised a Jersey Shore chart l word style for all you non-lesbians or non-queer women out there what the l word chart is is a chart of people who have hooked up with each other with some little things connecting them all this chart i'm gonna save it and it's gonna grow over the course of the different seasons okay i made a chart here i hope we can see it there we go what we have here um we have snooki of course has made out with mike which we talked about Mike, in the beginning of the season, made out with Sammy. So, of course, we have to mention that. Sammy and Ronnie, of course, had their little thing. Uh, The only others to couple off is Polly and JWoww. But it's been a lot of makeouts. Sammy and Ronnie were the only smush, which is why I've got dotted lines and then that solid line there. So what I find is really interesting Uh, is that in the beginning of the season, we wanted to note the first and the last smash. One of our Uh, core words was smushing, but I think we got a little ahead of ourselves because the only smash that happens is Ron and Sam. Which I'm so glad you said that because I've been thinking about it all season, but I was like, I'm going to keep watching. These guys talk such a goddamn big game, but not one of them hooked up this season. At least not that we know of. I I don't blame the girls that gone home with them for not like wanting to fuck on camera, especially because they don't know what Jersey Shore is at this point and the notoriety they could possibly get. But I think it's really interesting though, because we remember more smushing than there, there was. So we remember them as bigger, like, players and playboys really than they than they were well even now if you're not paying enough attention and you just take their word for it you'd think they're big players but the words the proof i let me see the receipts you're talking about grenades like you have such high standards hello are they the grenades 
It's really interesting. And so when Snooki and Mike end up together, is it like, is it because Mike is like, I got to end up with somebody and Snooki's kind of the same way? I'm not, because I don't even feel like it's totally genuine. I think it's just drunkness. Mm -hmm. I do love a lot of their really cheesy lines. Like Mike says, (laughs) if you're hungry, try a Snickers. Like as if he's feeding the line for her. I love the line. Now that you say it, I remember it. I love that they call her Snickers. And that was genius on Mike's behalf. It's cute too that she came in with her nickname and they gave her a nickname of the nickname. It's all just brilliant. It's brilliant. The other thing that we've missed is that in this little, um, in this night somewhere, Sam and Ron kind of get out of Seaside and go on a date. And it's pretty quick. I think that it's a sweet moment though and worth mentioning because they do kind of solidify the fact that they want to see this through past just the Jersey Shore. Right. I think that everybody at this point is kind of wondering what's going to happen with them. And they gave us um, they gave us exactly what the audience wants, the confirmation that they want to see this past the filming as well. And I have to say, Sam, get out. Please. <laughs> Don't take this out of this. Get out right now. Actually, wait, this is how the song goes. Get out. Leave, leave right now. <laughs> leave. <laughs> No, seriously, get out, parentheses, leave, Sam. No, you're right on par. You do not need to take this out of the shore. You need to leave it in the shore and never come back to it. Run away, Get out, leave. Leave. <laughs> Let's so get funny. out and leave for just a second and take a break. And then we'll a be back. A little break. We will for be. For the last of the last of the last episode. Stop, you're going to make me sad. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, do you want to hear more queer voices or maybe just more of Gina? Well, I'm Cheyenne from Hot Nastian. And I'm Sev, and we're Gina's co-host from her other podcast, Sapphic Survival Guide. Each week we cover a new topic in the queer universe and answer all the questions that you want to know. Yeah, so after you're done listening to this episode, of course, pop on over to Sapphic Survival Guide wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, well, hello there. Um, Hello. Welcome back. I have to say, a few minutes ago, I said that I looked like Wolverine from Mm X-Men. But I actually just realized who I really look like. And now that I see it, I want to jump into an active volcano. Tell me. I look like Jimmy Fallon when he did did a parody of Jersey Shore and he had a bad blowout. Is that your celebrity look like you get Jimmy Fallon? No, don't you ever say that. No, I've never gotten that before. So I get a lot. Who's your celeb look alike? Yeah. On TikTok, I get a few, but I don't look like them. The only reason people think I look like them is because of certain costumes or certain lighting. So just know that mm. if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it, don't expect mm. me to look like these people because I don't. Well, especially but right get, now while we're in this Jersey Shore getup. Well, I exactly. On TikTok, I get Andy Samberg, but only in certain outfits with certain hair. I know it's what? wrong. The one I see a little more but it's uh-huh. still not right. And he's not uh-huh. as famous. It's an actor from Victoria's we were just talking about. The character he plays is Robbie. His name is Matt Bennett. I don't look like him. I don't look like him, but I get that a lot. Matt Bennett. Not sure who that is. I've gotten all kinds of things on TikTok also, which is so funny. I get <laughs> Fiona Gallagher, aka Emmy Rossum, all the fucking time. I've gotten Brittany Ooh. Murphy, which... <laughs> 
thank you, but that is incorrect. <laughs> I've also gotten um, Dora the Explorer and Boo from Monsters, Inc. So I'm all over hey, the not, fucking place. Not Dora. <laughs> not Dora. Here's a question. Who do you think from the Jersey Shore cast you look the most like? I mean, body-wise, it might be Vinny, just because I <laughs> you're not Ronnie. No offense, but look why would you mean? Look at this little <laughs> arm. Look at that little arm. I don't look like any of them. Even Vinny's bigger than me. Which is so funny because when in the beginning, when Jenny is talking about how she loves juice heads, did you catch when Mike was like a little offended and he was like, lean as in, thick as out. He was so salty about <laughs> it. I thought that was so funny. He's not even thick, though. I mean, he was bulky, but not thick. Ronnie was thick. No, he was thin. saying, Mike was saying he was lean. Oh, 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 I see. He's saying lean was in. And you know what? Taking gender out of it, I don't mind people on the thicker side. I actually prefer it, to be honest. Yeah, um, I don't consider myself somebody who's a stick. And, and you know, I'm not faulting somebody if that's their natural body type. But I, um, th- yeah, I, I just got more to hug. <laughs> I've talked a lot about how I think that this show in this time frame is not a good, um, you know, image thing for, for women, but let's not even gender it because I think there's a standard across all of them. And even when Mike is like, oh, being lean, being cut and whatever, I really think that there's more of a pressure on men than we sometimes realize because i think that sometimes women are more forgiving and they like the dad bod and stuff but that doesn't mean that the pressure doesn't exist okay so we've gone off we've gone off on a tangent let's bring so it back on a tangent i know that we're just we're avoiding the ending here but we got to bring it back because situation <laughs> holds his last dinner it's so wholesome it's so nice nobody is making a scene nobody's making things ridiculous everyone's chipping in it's very familial and they start really reminiscing about the summer what's funny is that in the beginning of our season i mentioned four words that i got from the preview of what's going to happen this season and i said drama fights clubs and cops we already talked about how smushing kind of leads in but i said those four words and they go through this montage i wrote down montage of punches so do you think i was on the money oh you absolutely were on the money there was a lot of cops this season there was a lot of punches a lot of fighting Mm -hmm. a lot of drunken antics what else would there be of course yeah and it's crazy that when they're going through this nostalgic of like wow guys it was a crazy summer they pan to like why is that like the pan back well because from our perspective as the audience those are the moments that stick out the most whereas for them it's like those were tense moments but they probably are remembering more of the fun moments i guess so mike says i want this shit forever then the last thing they all say is let's do this next summer and uh they agree to do it again except not next summer because didn't they film the next season in like spring or something Well, the next season they film in Miami, and so you can have a little bit quicker turnaround because of the weather in Miami, whereas the Jersey Shore, especially where they're at in Jersey, they'd probably have to wait to film again until at least Memorial Day weekend, at least, especially for there to be a population and for there to be enough people for a season to like really take uh, ground. But if they're going to go somewhere else, they could go a little bit earlier and they realize what a phenomenon this is. This takes off. And so they got to capitalize immediately, which is why they got them season two on Miami, which of course we will be covering before you know it. 
Let's not rush, though. Let's finish no. off this yep. season. So anything else happened interesting at the dinner? I don't no, remember. I think it's just a lot of let's look back at what we did. And it kind of leads into then the next day where they're all packing up very quiet, very sad. And and they're they're just I don't think ready for it to be over. But alas, the end does come and they're all, all good things must come to an end. Yes. And, and I like that it's sort of the, the same thing as the beginning where they each get their little moment. They each get their moment to say goodbye and they leave the house one at a time. Yeah, and um, I think let's actually go through them one at a time. When we started, okay. you went through and told me each of uh, them as they entered the house. So I think as let's reverse it. I think let okay. me tell you the order they left. And let me get your final thoughts on kind of what your perception of them is overall from the season. What do you think? Okay. So the first one to leave is Mike. <laughs> Started off with Mike, a bang. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike is somebody who is funny and charming, but has a lot to learn and has to grow as a person. I think you're right. Uh, he doesn't leave off with his character in the best place. A lot of room for growth. <laughs> and then followed by Mike is Ron. Mm-hmm. And Sammy leaves with him, but we don't get quite the goodbye from Sammy as we get from Ronnie. So apparently they're a package deal. So Sam and Ronnie are the next to leave. We don't get a lot from Sammy, but we do get this moment when she's explaining how she knows she likes Ron. And I did take a clip of it because as <gasps> we've discussed on this podcast, Sammy's sweetheart has a way with words. She's a poet. Shakespeare. So here it is. When I kissed Mike, I didn't like feel anything. When I kissed Ronnie, like that's how you like know when you like somebody, like you feel something kind of. <laughs> what is that's this? how you know. They really paint a beautiful picture of Ron and Sam's relationship. They do a nice little montage. They, of course, cut out all the bad because I think they want to leave you off with hope for their future. Yeah, exactly. Because they are going into a season two, I think they're future-proofing it. They're making sure we don't go out hating them so that we're rooting for them in the next season, I think. Absolutely. But I don't forget. I remember... The way that Ron behaved and the way that they fought. Did we ever figure out if there's a reunion from season one, if there's a reunion episode? There's not one on Hulu. If there's one on um, if there's one on YouTube, we could even make an, a bonus episode on Patreon or something. There, there is, is a reunion. There is a reunion. It's on uh, the MTV website. Oh, well, you can all expect an either another episode or some bonus content for show. Well, I am interested to see in any case how they end up. I mean, like I said, they they lead us off with a lot of hope. So the next person to leave is Wow, my fave. Wow, And she gets a little emotional, which I found sweet, because she doesn't get emotional often. Agreed. Oh, well, she, anger is an emotion, so she does get angry. But she doesn't sentimental. get, like, sentimental. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that with her, at least in this early season. Totally agree. And I think it was really cute. She kind of says goodbye to Polly, and she's like, my makeout buddy. And Polly is the one to leave right after her. And this reminded me, we didn't really, did we get closure on her and her boyfriend? I don't know if we did. We did not get full closure, but I can't imagine they're in a great place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after Wow, like I said, is Polly. Any thoughts on Polly? Just legend. He's funny. He's he charming. He's a legend. He's the most mature of the, the cast. And we he love him. He is the oldest. After him is Vinny, his, of course, bromance, which, of course, we've started to see take off this season, but I don't think in full effect. Um, Do you think that Vinny's grown this season? What do you think? Mm, I don't think he's grown, but he hasn't regressed, which is good. (laughs) He's very young, and he feels young, and he's got a lot to learn. And I don't think he's, he's not problematic in the way that Mike is. His immaturity is different. 
he just feels very young. He feels like the youngest guy in the cast. He feels like yeah. even younger than Snooki in energy sometimes. Agreed. And they are the last to leave because Snooki wraps it up with the end. And we've said before how Snooki has absolutely been the backbone of the show, carried the show. She's so much of what we think of when we think of Jersey Shore, especially people who aren't on the inside. They at least know Snooki. And I yeah. think that that's why she's the last one. They end with a, a big Snooki montage because she is the iconic character. She's and she the said one. something about it. I, she knew. She knew. She knew, she knew, she knew because she's, I forget when in the episode, but there was a moment where she was like, yeah, it was the most interesting. <laughs> like she knows. Yeah. She was like, I started off not good and they go through her trajectory, which in a, to be honest, I think worked in her favor because it's easier to root for somebody who's been down than to root for somebody who just has everything good happen to them. So mm-hmm. to see her come in, kind of start off hot, not make a good impression, win all of the roommates back and then have just the time of her life be this ball of energy, somebody we can all really love and respect. I think it all worked in her favor and that is why they really wrap up with her. It's amazing. And in the end, in the last couple of seasons, she, without question, was by far the best paid. (laughs) She made the most money out of any of them in those days. Rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. She was the main character. The main character should make the most amount of money. And you know what? This is going to lead right into our cookie quote, which is our last (gasps) cookie quote of the season. Of course, we're going to pull Snooki from the cookie quote. I know that you're cookie day right now, but this is going to be Snooki talking to the guys, kind of a combination of Vinny slash Polly. Do you want to be Snooki? Or do you, I mean, I know I'm just like Snooki, but I- Let's character. Let's stay in character. Okay, okay. Oh, yes, yes. Put Put your damn glasses on. Get in character. All right, are you ready? Okay, let's go. Wow, I'm in the worst mood ever. What are you sad for? Cheer up, Charlie. No. That date would have sucked anyway, Snooks. I know. You didn't go out on a date either, did you? Nah. That's sad. I know you wanted to. If Polly ain't getting a date, I don't feel bad. Because he's like ridiculously, ridiculously good looking. And then Polly says, you got such good taste in men. And see. I think it's so cute that you can see their bromance formulating in this moment. Oh, these sunglasses do not fit my face. I am not cut up for Guida life, Cookie. Are you cut out for Guido life? No, because I'm so stressed about my hair. I don't know how Polly, de- I guess he's so confident in his abilities to, to style it that way. But like, it's falling. How do they keep it up? <laughs> A lot of hairspray. Oh my and also, gosh. I hate Ed Hardy. I find his designs to be ugly. I and also. Can't- I can't wear chains because it pulls out my neck hair. So no, I couldn't be a 2009 Guido. I couldn't. That is so funny. (laughs) Can you believe we did this? We're through season one. We fucking did it. I know. It is just the beginning, but a whole season is done. And I'm just very happy. Um, With that being said, though, did you have a favorite moment this season? My absolute favorite moment of the entire season was the Snooky pickle moment when she told the guys how she eats her pickles. She sucks the juice out first. She was wearing her porn star in training hat. You just can't make these moments up. By far my favorite moment of the entire season. What was yours? My favorite was when uh, all the girls, well, they were yelling things that had absolutely not even the tiniest bit to do with Snooki. Uh-huh. And, and Snooki was in the other room thinking they were ranting about her and, and, and started crying oh and packing gosh. her bag. You're going back to like episode one. Oh my god, That gosh. was my favorite moment. I love a good misunderstanding storyline. Cookie they loves an alcohol brain. So that's my favorite moment. Oh, what about least favorite? Season. Do you have a least favorite moment? 
least favorite moment, I would say the body shaming that happened, mm. especially around Snooki, because I've mentioned this. Looking back on her, she is a tiny human. I agree. And in the same vein of problematic behavior, my least favorite moment is where Ron and Sam get in a fight with that couple and he turns his aggression onto her and is yelling and berating her and pushes her out in the open on the street and doesn't <laughs> get punished for it at all. No consequences. That's my least favorite moment. I think it's already gotten pretty dark this season, but I think it's going to get darker. And so I think you're right to put that on the least favorite list because I don't think that Ron is going to continue to treat Sam in the way that we would want him to. Um, however... The show is still so legendary and iconic, especially this season in particular. Um, well, one of the things I really like is that we see them today. So it's not just that they're frozen yeah. in this moment in time. And I think that that's what makes it so much more fun for us, especially to reminisce, because we know that everything is going to be okay for them in the end, that they are going to have relatively good lives. Even if things aren't perfect, they're doing all right. I see what you're saying however my perspective is a little different oh i love it so much is because it is a freeze frame i mean to watch the show itself mm -hmm. is such a snapshot of a very particular time in history and yeah. media nothing was the same before and nothing was the same after it's so quintessentially it's like a time capsule no i think we're agreeing though because even though i think it's great to see where they are today i think it's proof that there has been a progression that there's a clear before and after and what we're looking at is the before and it is a moment in time it is a freeze frame so i think we're saying the same thing it's it's definitely a look back like you said in a time capsule but we're doing it with them knowing that yeah they ended up okay and that's what makes it fun so we're, we're like always cookie we're on the same page <laughs> and it's so it's just so funny to watch it back again and remember how hugely impactful this was on culture tv culture and american culture this silly little reality show amongst many the fact that yeah. this one had the impact it did was wild i mean i remember yeah. they were every they were like on the red carpet at the vmas i remember they did this bit on the vmas where they were in a hot tub and Chelsea Handler gets in the hot tub with them and comes out pregnant, nine months pregnant. I thought that was a funny bit. <gasps> I think you're but right on the money though, because you are a California West Coast guy. I am a, a East Coast Pennsylvania girl, really. And we're both so gay. And somehow this show was so reverent for both of us. We can think of so many times when this was applicable to life from you emulating them when you were going out and drinking to me talking about it with my fucking art teacher. This show covered a lot of ground. And I think I said this maybe in the first episode or way back earlier in, in the season, but as trashy as they are, I think we all have a trashy inner self. And I think they were the perfect amount and type of trashy that we could kind of live vicariously th through them. So of course people judged and made fun, but I think a lot of the fans of the show, like some of we have jobs and you have things to do, kids and stuff. So it's fun to watch them be trashy on our behalf. Also, I'm, it's crazy that you mentioned, or I'm glad you mentioned West Coast because it did travel so far that mm -hmm. East Coast sure Italian did. Guido image very briefly made its way across the country. I saw blowouts, the fashion, the aesthetics, it all made its way out here, which was bizarre to me. It was really culturally a phenomenon. And that is why so many years later, we are ready to dissect it and go in. And I love that we are from different parts of the country and it's just so reverent to both of us. It's been so much fun. 
before we go, I do want to quickly say that this is a finale. There is a re- a post-finale reunion. But Yay! I don't think it's considered like a, a normal episode. It's like a separate thing. So you'll have to subscribe to Patreon to see our reaction and breakdown. We're not going to be charging much for the Patreon. It's going to be worth it. I promise you're going to be able to see our Jersey Shore looks. You're going to be able to see our Jersey Shore confessional backgrounds. I'm going to be posting bonus content such as when my roommate did my hair, all of the pictures of my notes. If you're not already subscribed, it's not too late. There's a lot to explore on there, a lot of behind the scenes, and we're going to be posting more. So we will be having all of the links in every single description of all of the episodes. You will also be able to find the link if you follow us on social media at um, hello pod, which you should definitely be doing definitely on TikTok and Instagram. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at Cookie Olafonte on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and you can check out songsbycookie.com for my original pop music. And all of the merch. You've seen it this season, me wearing my Cookie Olafonte sweatshirt. There's so many t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, no hoodies, crewnecks, tumblers, stickers. Literally get it. It's not even that expensive and it's good quality shit. And I wear it all the time. So get in there. Get on there. Yes, do. And if you want to follow me, I am at Gina Finio on Instagram, at BisexualGina on TikTok. You can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. I don't always look like this. But I've had so much fun with you this whole season and this episode. Cookie, thank you so much for doing this with me. Wow. Wow. I'm sad it's over. (laughs) I feel the way that the Jersey Shore are feeling sad that it's done, but happy it happened. This is hopefully going to change our lives forever, just like it changed theirs. Well, goodbye. We'll see you next season. Um, goodbye. Um, hello. Um, goodbye. Bye. Get crazy. Get wild. Get loud If you wanna have fun and do something If you wanna have fun and do something Get crazy Get wild Let's party Get loud If you wanna have fun and do something If you wanna have fun and do something Ooh.